Well, good day, everyone. Hi. This is uh, Like Trees Walking. We are a podcast. Can we be a podcast? I don't know. This is a podcast. Yeah, we, we are doing the podcast. We are a, we are a podcast. <laughs> I'm going to get a bumper sticker that says that. We are a podcast. <laughs> and just puzzle everyone that I drive past. It's become an, an ontological category yes. for us, Mike. More than, more than just something we do, it's who we are. That's right. And the we is, I'm Michael J. Nelson, and you, sir, are? I'm David Berge, a, a pastor, a father, a friend. Uh, husband, uh, uh, multifaceted, a wit, <laughs> if I do say so myself, a bon vivant, yes, a boulevardier. Oh, keep going. Strolling about town, um, being witty and wise. Yeah, dropping pearls. Yes. Oh, and also casting my pearls before. Bon mots. Bon mots. M- many, many bon mots. Mui mui, as Jar Jar Binks once said. <laughs> oh no! Well, you just destroyed your image. <laughs> Quick, we spent so much time building that edifice, and it is destroyed. Anyway, this is a podcast. We introduced ourselves, so let's talk about what the podcast is. This is the podcast where we talk about the big issues of life, the things that matter to every human who lives on this earth, maybe even some animals, too. We've talked about that in the past, and maybe we will again in the future. Uh, We do it from a Christian perspective. However, we welcome all points of view to think about these things. Yes, it is theology, it's philosophy, it's culture, it's the intersectionalities thereof that we um, (laughs) take care to. (laughs) Oh, you're doing that? Which is worse, Jar Jar or that? I'm trolling you, Mike. So uh, we we, we take care to address those uh, serious things. We don't take ourselves too seriously. Oh, we take on a big topic, and then we goof around for... Because uh, we think that's pretty much how we live our lives, is, is you know, we, we try to seriously engage um, these big questions, but we also like to... Yeah, like, we still have to live on Earth. We still have to throw a Nerf football back we and do. forth a little while while we think about these And you things. know what? Fun is serious business, Mike. That's right. <laughs> so... Uh, along those lines, we have a big topic today, a big, serious, yeah. serious topic, serious, serious. as we promised you. And then uh, in the second half, we will get a little more lighthearted, although I think this will touch on serious things, too. And this is, uh, this is a new—I I don't know whether to call it a department or not. I, I don't know how that works anymore. Besides, should we even— Give away the secrets of no. podcastual, no, 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 uh, no, no the no. podcastual the, arts. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we need to design a course and charge people money for. It. That's like those people who, uh, like, I will teach you how you know how to buy real estate. Like, think how well, that that's the best hustle there is. Like, yeah, you're just telling, you're selling people on how you tell them to do it rather than doing the thing yourself. Yeah, it's, so it's basically the it's always the instruction is okay that that big pile of money you have. First, give a bunch of it to me. Then with the rest of it, <laughs> that's how it always works, right? How do you, like, you, you have to have money to do it. And that, that, real, that, that making money in real estate thing, that's like the, that, I feel like that hustle's been around for like 30 years with people, you know, meet me at the, uh, at the Bloomington Hilton and, you know, for the yeah. morning and I'll, and you drop like 500 bucks and then you got, or you always got to like up, they're always upselling you packages. And it's like that hustle. It's like the, the, it's like a circuit of like hucksters and snake oil salesmen just always coming through doing that. I think the better version of it is the um, uh, the business guru, because then you can 
you can soak them for even more because the companies, you know, just they're paying. This is one of our top executives. We need him to go to this $10,000, you know, weekend seminar with, you know, name the business guru. And then he'll just sort of inject you with his knowledge and we'll be more successful and popular. This is, this is universal. I got to get on that circuit. Yeah, you do. But first, I need to have a successful business career. (laughs) So... A little, little side stop before I do that, but I'm I'm on my way. You're you you're you're a success in my eyes, Mike. You're doing this podcast with me from your basement. You've arrived, baby. That's <laughs> right. Um, all right, let's get to the serious topic. Yeah, enough of this tomfoolery. Correct. Should I do my correction first? Uh, let's do that after the break. Okay. All right. Because uh, yeah, look forward to the correction, people. Yeah, we're we're teasing that out. We made well when I say we. I'm looking across the table, um, past the microphone, into the eyes of Pastor Dave Berge. He made the mistake, and uh, you'll be on... To pin- is human, Mike. Yes, we'll be on pins and needles to find out when he does his mea culpa a little later in the show. But first, this big topic, and uh, Pastor Dave, I will just toss the ball over to you, the Nerf football previously mentioned, and why don't you uh, tell us what you have in, in mind? The talking football. Thank you, Mike. Yeah, He's just tossed it to me, so it's it's my turn and my turn alone to talk. That's right. So the uh, yeah, so this was a this uh, was a, a, a it's a big conversation that's going on. You know, we try to make all of these podcasts evergreen, so this will touch on what is a I think a a, a, a pressing sort of hot you know hot cultural issue, you know, something that's uh, issued forth in, in plenty. The, the hot takes have been plenty on this one. But I found uh, an article by a, a, an author who writes in The Atlantic. His name is Connor, and I'm going to butcher his last name, but I think it's uh, Freerdsdorf? Freerdsdorf? <laughs> I, I think in my own mind, I didn't even attempt to say it. I just kind of, you know, just... Connor stopped. F. Connor F. <laughs> yes. Um, and but I've seen his name come up many times. Yeah, and and I'm sure many people out there know these. He's active on the Twitter, yeah. you know, so he's always he's always doing stuff. But uh, and so he is in, and I think the kind of he brought a. We always want to try to help our listeners. I think think well. That's one of our goals is is to think about things well to move beyond sort of reacting or hot taking to yes. an an analysis where we can have an intelligent conversation about things. Uh, and this was. All around the swirling of events that has happened post Charlottesville. So there was the, you know, there was going to be the rally, uh, ostensibly about these, you know, Confederate battle statues, but it basically became a rallying cry for, uh, it, it was like, it was like the rocks were lifted up. And out from under there scurried sort of, you know, your KKK, your neo-Nazis, your white supremacists, uh, your, these, like, these new... Antifa? Did we, have we settled on that? Uh, Antifa or Antifa? I've heard both. It doesn't seem like... Right, so... Well, whatever. So this execrable, you know, uh, collection of (laughs) tiki (laughs) tiki torches, the whole brand of tiki torches were profaned. Like, (laughs) someone jokingly referred to it before it you know someone was murdered as citronella knocked because oh, God. All these people oh, oh dear were out with their tiki to- and you know the citronella it was i mean it was uh but it was this you know pretty shocking display of of uh of you know white supremacists marching in Char- charlottesville and then there's clashes in the streets between them and uh, um antifa 
and uh, and uh, you know the president obviously said what he said, uh, sort of universally condemned. It was just a whole hot mess, and uh, and and it's it it was a, dep- a depressing episode um, in our country. Now, what's and the you know there was the equivocation about who's worse, you know Nazis or the Antifa and uh, blah 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 blah. Friesdorf so gets to, and I think you know. Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna make a bold claim right Uh-oh. here on this podcast. Here you go. Is it a hot take or a bold claim? This is just a very bold claim. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say unequivocally, Nazis are bad. <laughs> um, the wow. KKK is bad, and white supremacists so you are really, really, really bad. You They're awful. And Indiana Jones taking a strong stand. Remember, he famously said, "Nazis, I hate these guys." <laughs> So that's that you're you're agreeing with him? I'm with Dr. Jones. Yes. On okay. this one. A hundred percent. Okay. Okay. So that's I mean, that's very, very easy to say. But where Frearsdorf comes in, okay, is uh so you have these clashes in the street. And and so you have um kind of, you know, people just showing up to go like white supremacists, like, you suck, go home. Um, and uh I think the best or one of the uh clearest kind of indications of these types of rallies is after this woman was murdered and killed in Charlottesville, there was another rally at the campus. And it was this, you know, peaceful vigil protest of people saying like, this is not what we're about. This is not what we stand for. Um, However, there's this other group of folks called the Antifa and, you know, the black masks or black shirts or black block, whatever they call themselves. And there's people going like, well, like, and I saw this on I saw this on the Facebook by people I know, like people being like, go like, don't forget today to like punch a Nazi, right, and and people right. going like, is vi- you know is like meeting, um, people who are saying hateful things and trying to precipitate violence, um, in this instance with this kind of street violence, uh, is that a good thing? And like, how do we begin to talk about that? Because you raise the question, and people go, "Well, are, are you saying that opposing fascism is bad? Right. Are, are you you think opposing Nazis is bad? What are you with them? You know?" And so quickly the conversation devolves into that. That and that's that's just stupid. That's that's not what we're saying. So Friersdorf says, when we're analyzing the, these groups and actions, he says he brings in a very basic kind of hermeneutical interpretive principle that we can bring. Let's talk about. Means, groups, means, and the ends whereby they pursue those means. Ah, means and ends. Means and ends. So ends being their goal, their stated purpose, what do they want? And ends being, or means being, how do they achieve that? What right. are their strategies, you know, actions, all those sort of things. And, and he offers uh, a, a very non-controversial example at the beginning. He says it's something like the, you know, uh, World like Anti-Against Malaria Foundation. So what's their goal? Eradicating malaria, mm-hmm. and solid goal. Anyone think, again? right? There's yeah. You're going to get very few <laughs> raised hands of I, I don't know. I object. Yeah. yeah, right. And then how do they go about that? They, they distribute mosquito nets. Mosquito nets, right? Because yeah. it's a very cost-effective, um, cheap and effective way to pursue that. And I, I think. Also, in itself, very non-controversial. I, I, <laughs> I think you wouldn't find a person who would be against a mosquito net. No, and you know maybe it would be. So let's say, but let's make the anti-malaria foundation. Let's let's think about how they could be more controversial. Like I'll I'll just do a 
scenario I think could be controversial. So, all right, right now their 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 means of pursuing their ends is passing out the distributing these nets. Let's say they said, you know what, we've contracted with these uh, genetic engineers and we found a way to produce a mosquito that is sterile. So when we release it into the environment, uh, enough of them, uh, we can make mosquitoes go extinct, mm-hmm. basically. And so if they said, and we thereby we will eliminate malaria, West Nile, all of these awful mosquito-induced diseases will disappear from the earth because we will be able to manufacture the complete extinction of mosquitoes. Yeah, you might get some controversy around yeah, that. That was, so that's an example where no one's arguing at the ends. We want to get let's get, let's get rid of malaria, mm-hmm. but the means whereby they're pursuing those ends. You start talking about that, it starts getting more. Con- that it gets more controversial. So, uh, and I, I would give an even more extreme example. You could, it. to eliminate malaria, you could drop gigantic hydrogen bombs over entire regions. Yes. yes. Yeah. Just okay. So that would be yes. My goal is to eliminate malaria. There. But Mike, are you against eliminating malaria? <laughs> you yeah, monster! See, there you go. And that's you can see by this example how stupid this can get if you if if you take someone questioning um, means as thereby them rejecting the ends that you share. Um, yes. And because actually means the means by which you want to achieve your ends that's a really really interesting conversation. So um, you know he he says well let's look at the groups who gathered to you know protest ostensibly about these statues like you know what's <laughs> What's the goal of uh, a lot of these groups? Uh, their their ends are a you know a white ethno state or something like that. Those mm-hmm. are bad. Like those are bad ends. So I don't care what means you use to go about it. You know uh, your stated ends are are bad. So I reject your whole program but, out of hand. But it was but it's peaceful. So yeah. The, so that in that case they're flipped. The the means don't really matter because the ends we can judge on our own. Exactly. On yeah. on their merits. On their now, merits. Now, yes. how we judge those types of things, that's where I sort of a, a uh, you know, Christian morality can yes. certainly come to play in our evaluation of it and it provides yeah. us a robust means of critique. Yeah. Um, but just to say, but then you look at the Antifa, anti fascist mm-hmm. opposing fascism. Mm-hmm. I agree wholeheartedly with that end. Fascism is bad. I oppose it. How, then, the question is how one should do that is really good. Means. That's a question of means, and that's where it gets down to it. So is, you know, gathering around people and spraying with bear spray or beating them with brick bats? I don't know. What's what's a brick bat? You know, I think I used to know that. I don't know anymore. Yeah, because you would throw brick bats at people, right? Isn't that a... You wouldn't hit them with it? You would throw a brick bat? A brick bat, like you, yeah, throwing brick bats. Isn't that an old? It sounds mean, like it, it means like sort of interrupting a speaker or something, or or insulting them. I believe. Yeah. And so, it, like, so you show up and you you know start beating people or engaging in uh, political violence um, on the streets, in lieu of you know like there's police presence there or whatever, but saying like basically the police. They they only exist as like referees to stop people from doing the most awful things of killing each other. But if we're just going to start cracking heads around in skulls, uh, you know they'll stay out of it, and it's our job to come in there and uh, and start beating people basically. And that's where I go. Well, that's if that's sort of your program. I'm not on board. I'm on board with your ends, but those means, you know, political violence. I yeah yeah I, we can't. 
I can't we can't that. as Christians support that. And what you know, the most effective form um, I think we've seen in our country of affecting change is what non you know nonviolent you know passive resistance, right? The American mm-hmm. Civil Rights Movement, and that took you know incredible amounts of training and of discipline uh, to not um, not meet violence with violence in this case you know a lot of times state violence of the police attacking people but here you know let's say that you know a crowd of tens of thousands of people had shown up and uh had had peacefully demonstrated against these people showing sort of an overwhelming rejection um and and not to say the woman who got killed wasn't you know she wasn't engaging in this type of thing that's a you know that's sort of a a a separate yeah issue yeah that so i'm not touching on that at all right um at all what happened to her but just saying like that that showing up seeking to engage in you know being hell all these people it's it's not going to be as effective in achieving your ends as combating fascism as showing up peacefully um it's 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 just not as it as it it, fails on both counts yeah it fails as a technique, and it fails morally. Yes, so yeah. it's 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 doubly bad from that perspective. And so, I guess you know that's uh, Friersdorf's uh, point, and I think it's it's really really helpful because we can sit down and and have a conversation, a, like a like a fruitful conversation, because we're sharing a sort of common ground of analysis, means and ends, and. Uh, and and I think this is really helpful with you know with lots of things with lots of groups that want to accomplish certain goals you know the uh, groups that are against fur and you know okay that's an end but do you support it it's a great conversation to be had there uh, means letting a bunch of ferrets out or whatever it is like going and unlocking their cages so they can and then they just all get yeah. they all get killed like you know. Um, we, we personally know someone who's, uh, I think, many multi-year uh, anti-cancer, like some cancer research was destroyed by, by like a, you know, eco-terror, not eco, but what, what do you call, it? you know, animal rights. Animal rights, yeah. Uh, terrorists who, who got in there and, and let loose animals and busted up the lab or whatever and destroyed all this stuff. So that's, that's <laughs> there's a discussion to have there. Like this, this person actually said it really was, it was devastating. Yeah, that that this was making real progress, and it was interrupted by this act of violence and destruction. Means and ends. Means and ends. People, Mike, do you have anything to add? Um, no, just that uh, you know, I I'm going to take off my my black mask now. I think you've made me see that it's not good. Oh God, I shouldn't even joke about that. Um, no, <laughs> no, you shouldn't. I do generally. I think if you're wearing a mask doing something, I'm, and this is just a personal preference. I'm sure you could come up with examples. A child on Halloween having a good time. I'm still against that, but that's a different discussion. But people wearing masks to disguise themselves, uh, I, I get a little nervous. You think about, you know, bank robbery and, and violence and stuff like that when you're hiding. You think about, pointy hoods stuff like yeah, that yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's just yeah. never it just gives me that makes me a little skeevy when people are running around disguising their identity i i'm, I'm scared yeah <laughs> it's just... yeah and it's uh you know and and the problem with one of the problems with violence is that when you deploy it incorrectly like you can't take it back so oh i thought it was like you know 
I thought I was beating a Nazi, but it was like some, let's say, a journalist or like a photographer, <laughs> someone, you know, walking, you know, someone who just happened to sort of be caught in between, like, and so I cracked him over the head with a, I threw a brick bat yes. at him or her. You can't like, you can't like take that one back. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Well, there's a lot to think about. And I'm assuming that we will link the article, which goes into yes, the... we will. Yes. Do uh, we have that technology? We do have that technology. <laughs> I didn't even know we you were, could We do talk that. about things and I rarely do it, but I'm actually going to do it this time. Oh, really? We've failed in this in the past? Yeah. There's been so many articles we've talked about and things we've said that where we just haven't... Uh, we haven't actually followed through. Well, let's um, uh, issue that apology along with your other apology coming up what? after this break. And then uh, I'm going to spoil it in the second half. We're going to muse on the the great Minnesota get-together, the state fair. And you have a lot to say about this, do you not? Well, I have things to say. I don't know if I have a lot to say. Well, I will add to it. I have a lot to say, but Good. I will withhold a lot mm. of it and let you take the lead on it. <laughs> You don't want to incite the hatred of the mobs against you. It's a touchy subject, probably touchier than the subject we just got yeah. done discussing. People are like, yeah, I mean, you know, rip on the Antifa, but don't touch the Minnesota don't, State Fair. My don't gosh. Don't you dare, sir. So, uh, yeah, so a very controversial topic coming up after this brief break and message from the Right Reverend Dave Berg. Yes. Hello, everyone. This is David Berge. I'm one of the co-hosts of Like Trees Walking, along with Michael J. Nelson. And I speak, I think, for both of us when I say um, we really appreciate you listening. And if you want to help us out, could you please go to iTunes or oh, Apple Podcasts, I'm sorry, or uh, wherever you listen, Stitcher, uh, Feebly, Feedly, I, I don't even know. But go click subscribe. Uh, if you could subscribe, that would be huge. And then you'll always get, of course, the freshest episodes. Then if you could rate us and review us, that would be hugely, massively, wonderfully helpful. If you've already done that before, um, feel free to go back and create another fake account and, and rate us and review us and everything again. Mike, I'm not. I'm only speaking for myself on that one and not Mike. I'll go ahead and do it myself. Uh, it'll be Schmavid uh, Schmall Schmergi will be liking and rating and reviewing this afterwards. And then, of course, you can always go to um, lighttreeswalkingpod.com. That's where uh, all of our old episodes are. You can read our bios. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Michael J. Nelson or at David underscore Bergie for um, more insights into uh, the wonderful minds that make up this podcast. Uh, thank you so much for listening. And now let's get to the uh, correction and the state fair. We're back and this is Like Trees Walking. And you just heard from the pastor there who recommended that you sock puppet yourself to write reviews of us. <laughs> pastor, I don't know where I stand. I, if, don't, I don't know whether to... I assume you're joking. If everyone, Mike, if everyone who's already rated it and reviewed it did it, we would double. So means and ends. Means and ends. So our goal <laughs> is to increase our audience by any, how we do that. As Malcolm X famously said, by any means necessary. Wow, Mike. Holy smokes! It's not, Are you saying all is permitted? Is that what you were saying? I'm. I'm with Nietzsche on this one, but um. Uh, yeah, but just to say that, Mike, it's not a lie if you believe. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't actually think this stuff. 
<laughs> All right. So um, we talked about means and ends. I, I think we kind of wrapped that up. There's not much to say. I think look at the article, which we will link. We will link it. It's well worth reading. Connors Friesendorfer. <laughs> it's a German name. Dorf. That ends with Dorf. Like Dorf on Dorf, Dorf on, on, golf. on golf? Yeah. That would be one of the things Dorf has been on. <laughs> He's been... My grandparents had those tapes. No. I've yes. never actually seen... Uh, I've never seen... I mean, I've seen the, the snippets of right. it. I can only imagine that my dad, my late father, would have rolled on the floor laughing had I bought him one for his it's Father's dwarf. Day or something. He's short. He's got little legs. The great Tim Conway. The great A longtime Tim. San Diego resident, who I believe is still with us. Well, that's beautiful. Did yeah. you, have you ever met him? I never met him. I, I did admire his comedy. He was a funny guy back in the day. Though you shared a city with him. <laughs> that's right. You never... You never went to kiss the ring. No, I never did. Um, all right, let's get to oh, addend- correction. addendums, corrections, Correction. mea culpas, etc. This is bad. I mean, this was my, the local story when I talked about the, the Philando Castile shooting, and I said that he was, it happened in, and I was, you know, criticizing national media for not knowing the exact location, you know, saying, oh, they think it's just in Minneapolis, and they don't realize it wasn't in Minneapolis. I said it was in Vadness Heights. Well, shame on me. It was not in Vadness Heights. It was in another obscure St. Paul suburb known as Falcon Heights, which is right over by the State Fair. Oh, really? Which well, is sort of, that's sort of a very awful segue. Yeah. But yeah, the shoot the Philando Castillo was shot in Falcon Heights, not Vadness Heights. And so it's, thank it's you for worth the, the correction, and thank you for correcting it, because we were talking about the accuracy of the media. Yes. So, so though it was a simple word slip up. Yeah, it, it's a it's a different place. So, Dave says, "I'm sorry." He's he's right now. He's prostate on the the floor. He is he's tears leaking down his face. Please forgive him. I seek your forgiveness. All right. Now you've got something to say about this, and uh, this is uh, I'm going to call it a department. I don't care. I'm All right, just yeah, going to do it. Do it. Do and it. It's a one time department. Maybe maybe it's a two time. Maybe it'll do it every we'll revisit single this every year show. But this is what we're uh, calling our department. Don't miss it. Don't even be late. It's dollars for donuts that our state fair is the greatest fair in the state. Or something like that. Yeah. Our state fair is a great state fair. I'm going to play the whole song. How long is it? Oh, it's like seven minutes or something. That's fine. I it's think the that's opening that's credits. Yeah. Of the show. I no. think that's All good. right. So that is Rogers and Hammerstein's State Fair. And we are talking about the great Minnesota get together. Oh, yes. Which is our state fair, which is a great state fair. Right, Dave? The, it, 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 the greatest state fair in the country. Just ask us. So it's. Uh, so just for people, this you know, could go. This just happened. This just ended. It's the Great Minnesota Get Get Together, the Minnesota State Fair in St. Paul. It is uh, ten days. So whatever like ends on whatever the ten days are leading up to, to Labor, Labor Day. Day. Right, yeah, right, that's right. it's 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 the ten days. And uh, they this I mean just to let you know what a big deal this is. They they set another attendance record this year. Wow, one point nine million fairgoers. Holy moly, that's that's a lot of people. It is, and I mean you know these are people going multiple times, so it's you know not, we don't know how many people went, but we will just say that this population of Minnesota is like five million or something like that. So this is a massive like for a you know tiny little state like ours. This is a, a massive 
turnout of humanity. Um, it's over a the course huge, of huge deal. I don't think we could overemphasize to people who do not live in Minnesota or have never visited or haven't seen the spectacle. The State Fair is giant. It, it is, is talked about. It is. It's. It, it, it is a w- huge event. When when you're let's say in the month or weeks leading up to it and during it and af- immediately afterwards. It is a completely and totally normal, I'd say not just socially acceptable, but expected question. Either, are you going to the fair this year? Or, did you go to the fair? Yeah. Uh, th- yeah. Like, th- we, we can stop talking about the weather for like a month and talk, yeah. about, and talk about the fair. It becomes the most dominant uh, topic of small talk. I, I was in a, uh, um, uh, a Lyft or Uber. I don't remember which one. I'm Ooh. not endorsing either. I... Um, but the uh, the driver was talking about how busy it was because we had a Vikings game, we had a Gophers game, and then he said, and of course, there's the fair. And so that got into the discussion of the fair, and he told me that some, I don't want to point him out in case I'm being wrong, but some big franchise at the fair, like a famous cookie or French yeah. fry or what, some fried object <laughs> or, or another that they worked, you know, he's like, they work two weeks. They make twenty million dollars or something. He had some figure. Yeah, wait, it's not. I fair. just read that they they make their nut in ten days. That seems like a pretty good job. So he he was. Uh, uh, there is a huge, huge, huge I, market. I think just talk. in the paper, I saw it like in the Star Tribune that Sweet Martha's cookie, famous cookies. They, it says they made like four. I'm and I'm remembering exactly four million bucks. <laughs> Four million dollars, four million dollars in ten days selling these cookies, and I think it was twenty million cookies or something that they sell. I mean, it's some the state. You can't say, you just can't say enough what a cultural touchstone this is in Minnesota. I mean, are there other states that have? I think this phenomenon obviously was a big deal in in the past, especially in probably more rural or agrarian areas. and it continues to be a very agrarian thing. Machinery Hill, yeah, you uh, can sit seed on. art, uh, there's animals. Ever, I mean, this is a classic fair in, in every sense of the word, right? Butter sculpture is... Yep. Uh, yep. It's, it, a, I mean, it's, it's insane. The, the uh, knife salesmen drawing huge crowds, they still have those guys? Oh, yeah. Still do. So I don't know. If there, are there other states where it's such a big deal? I think there's a, a couple of really big ones, right? Yeah. Um, I know there's there's maybe a, the California one is kind of Texas big. is here. I think Texas is the only Texas. one that's bigger than ours. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, everything. Yeah, it's bigger in Texas. That's right. Okay, so thoughts on the State Fair? Mike. Yes. I, I have a couple of my own to share. They won't be exhaustive, and then I'll toss the ball over okay. to you <laughs> All right. and let you bury. I'll toss the shovel to you to bury yourself with. <laughs> okay. Uh, but uh, you no, know, I'd say the State Fair. I did not go this year. Um, my wife is a huge lover of the State Fair, so this could cause trouble in my own home. Uh-oh. Um, in talking about yeah, this. Okay. But I'll just say that the one of the State Fair it's 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 too much. There's it it's too much. Parking so if you're I'm a, you know somewhat of a miserly person in some areas <laughs> of my life. I hate parking is one of those areas. I hate paying for parking. State Fair last year I just and I got three small young children like they can't they're not good at walking like huge distances yet. So I paid like 20 bucks to park sure. like and and people fit like it's like Tetris. There's like, you know, you see this small lawn and there's like 80 cars that have been shoved onto someone's lawn and you're all paying 20 bucks to park there. Or if you're really close to the gate, you know, people are paying $40 if you're right across the street. I mean, it's just insane. So you drop all this money to park. You pay like 12 bucks a ticket to get into the fair. So you're like already out a hundred bucks before you've even gone to the fair. I would just say 
and I'll share my own thoughts in a moment. I would just say the 12 bucks surprised me when my, my wife went to the fair this year as well. I, I did not attend. Yeah. Um, but the, the cost of it seemed, it seems fairly reasonable yeah, in terms of what they could charge. Sure. But when you're talking, when you're adding it to all the money that you're expected to spend once you get in there, it's like, man, it just is, it just, it adds to the total. So it's not an obscene, you know, price for a ticket. But once you get in there, you're dropping a lot more cash. So like a day at the fair is like several, like the sky's the limit. I feel like a lot of people are blowing like G's when they go into the fair. And so it's, it's, it's just, it's too much. Um, there are just too many people there. It's, well, there's 1.9 million it's people just, there. So it's just so many people. It's, it's over, it overwhelms the smells, the sights, and the sounds overwhelm a simple man such as myself. So you, your review then is a big thumbs down on the fair? The fair has its redeeming qualities. I will not lie. It cheese curds, sweet Martha, milk, milkshakes, Princess K, the Milky Way, seeing the animals in the barn. All of these things in and of themselves are great. But when you add the crushing mass of humanity, um, basically it's like a it's like a ocean that is constantly threatening to threatening to overwhelm you and press you down and sweep away your children and and your family and your wife and uh, your money. It's just it's it's like theory. In theory, it sounds so great, but in practice, you're just assaulted. It's like um, for those. This will probably reach a very small. A number of people out there. It's like Comic Con, with everyone doing sort of Minnesota farmer cosplay. It's it's like Comic Con crush with animal smells, yeah, and fried foods. <laughs> uh, my my thing about I, I used to have to go to Comic Con. I lived in San Diego for a number of years and would t- attend Comic Con as a professional. Yeah. Um, and the getting to my areas involved going through the main floor. There's no special, there's no silver elevator that whisks you to these areas. You are, you are with the masses. And the thing that drives me crazy is the speed of walking. I'm a very fast walker. Yeah. And I share this thing with the fair, the same thing. Like I like to, if I'm going over there, I'm going to get there very quickly. And this is not a pace that you see at the fair mm-hmm. or at Comic-Con, obviously. And it drives me insane. So Crazy. The, the, slow, the slow walking. The slow walking. Yeah. What are you looking at? It's a cheese curd booth. There's not much to see there. Just move on. Come on. So, is that it, Dave? Is there, that all you got? That, um, yeah, I'm going to pull my punches. <laughs> okay. I'm going to pull I'm gonna pull several of them. So, there you have it. I'm not going to give my review of the fair. Um, I, you know, I leave it for... If, but here's my, here's my caveat. If, you know, you can find a day where the weather's not quite as good, let's say it's going to be chillier in the morning, uh, yeah. that's the bet. Then go, then, then, then the fair can be fun. If you, if you can find it a time where you can avoid what I see as the, the fatal flaw, the number of people who are there. If you can, if you can find a time where it's more reasonable, then the fair it can be a really, you know, fun place. And so uh, far be it for me to you know totally poo-poo this but it's just personally i can't I, the crush the crushing mass of people just so okay so there you have it the self-admitted miserly pastor who does not like people and uh does not wish to spend any time around them correct does not like minnesota does not like the activities of you common people and gives the fair a big thumbs down okay well that's our show for today uh anything to anything to add to <laughs> 
no, no, Mike, uh, nothing. And, and Mike has established himself as a firm hater of Comic-Con <laughs> and of cosplay. And uh, I, I made no comments at all. I said I did not like walking slowly. Oh, no, no, Otherwise, you, I didn't You said the anything. people. You said that because of the people who were there. Uh, no, the pace of the walk. I think hate, it was very you specific. You said you hated all the people. You said you hated all the people <laughs> let, ever. Let the listener judge, ladies and gentlemen. All right, so Dave, uh, means and ends. Think about it um, and attend the state fair. Yeah, I think that's the only two things we uh, we learned today. You know, buy your right? tickets at Cub or Rainbow. Or no, there's no more Rainbow anymore. So buy them at Cub, uh, and you can save a couple bucks. This was, the, by the way, the most Minnesota show we have ever done. I love it. <laughs> uh, we will be back next show to talk about big, important topics and, and issue an apology for Dave's takedown of the State Fair. <laughs> this is like trees Let the hate, I welcome your hate. <laughs>